welcome to episode three. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Whether this is your first time or you listened to the past two episodes, just thank you. I am so incredibly grateful for you. And if at any time anything resonates, please feel free to share this with someone. Um, tag me if you don't already follow me on Instagram. You can find me at Dancing Unicorn. That's dancing with two G's. <laughs> All right, y'all, let's get into it. Um, I, <laughs> I've i kind of been, not struggling, but I couldn't decide exactly what I wanted to talk about this week because, honestly, I am sure you've been feeling it, but the energy of this week is insane. <laughs> it is off the charts y'all I cannot tell you how many times I really had to ground myself and use my tools because something someone said triggered an emotion out of me or I found myself in an argument or not an argument but uh, I guess a debate that I didn't want to be in or is something along those lines and yeah, it kind of, it starts to fuck with you. <laughs> Excuse my French, y'all. <laughs> but it does. And I really have to just sit with myself and unpack what it is that's coming up for me. What is it that that person said or did that really just got to me? And maybe it reminded me, y'all... It all comes back to childhood. It reminded me of something, maybe an abandonment um, in childhood. So yeah, it's been really interesting to just kind of go with the flow of the energy of this week. I definitely have found myself resting a lot more, um, not necessarily napping, but just, you know, resting my body. Um, I, like many of you, I'm working from home. Well, I'm going to school from home. So I, you know, am am home a lot um, or sitting on the computer. So, you know, being okay with resting my body and not having to overwork it or do insane workouts or work out multiple times a day um, because, y'all, that doesn't work for me. I've tried it and honestly it it makes me a miserable ball of anxiety (laughs) if I'm being honest y'all um so that's where I'm at this week and you know this has really made me think about how I how I continue to show up in my personal eating disorder recovery. Um, I shared this week on Instagram momentarily that I am a recovering everything. (laughs) Um, And more so like bulimia and food is my first thing. But you know, I've struggled with alcohol. I've struggled with you know, using guys as a distraction um, when I'm in pain or lonely or whatever. And, you know, it's been a while since I've done that. It's been, I don't know, a few years. But it's definitely something that has been a problem for me. And 
You know, it's interesting because when I began the journey of recovery with my eating disorder, people said that, you know, once you take care of one thing, other things start popping up. And I remember I, when I was in 12 step, um, which I'm not anymore, um, that's its own story. But um, when I was in 12 step, there were a lot of people that were in multiple programs, some in like seven programs. And, you know, and that's what worked for them. And that's because when you start to uncover more of what, like in my case of what I would binge and purge over, I'm like, oh, well, also, you know, I have this need to feel like I'm attractive so I go for these guys who maybe aren't the best for me but they you know they they charm me or whatever it is so you know you definitely are it's like a -a whack-a-mole and you're figuring out what thing that you need to take care of first and for me it was the food it was the bulimia because it was really really bad for me and for me my my drug of choice, my thing that I went to when I needed to be numb from what I was feeling was food. And that was at a very young age. That was at seven, eight years old because my parents divorced and I didn't know how to deal with that. And so I ate over it. I would, you know, just, (laughs) I would eat like buttered tortillas and just read a book. I would read entire the um the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, the Princess Diaries series, all those series, those are my favorite. <laughs> um because, you know, Netflix wasn't a thing at that time or it was, but you had to like mail the DVDs and we didn't have Netflix either way. So, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's an escapism and it's a coping mechanism and it's me not wanting to deal with what's in front of me because Y'all, I've got some strong emotions. I am all water signs. I am a uh, Scorpio moon, Cancer sun, Pisces rising, which basically means I am water. I'm a water baby. (laughs) Um, And, you know, it it took me a long time to be comfortable with my sensitivity because y'all, sensitive people, being a sensitive person, it is not a bad thing thing. It's not some weakness. It's not, I'm not some fragile human. No, I just, I feel a lot and I feel what you feel. And when you're going through something, I will feel it too. And I will probably want to fix it if you're someone I care about deeply, but we can't fix people (laughs) y'all. But yeah, so I really had to learn how to deal with my emotions and learn how to deal with my sensitivity. And so it's a process. And this week, I've seen it come up a lot. And I don't know about you, but I go down these, these spirals, these rabbit holes where someone says something and then I'm like, okay, well, they said this. So that also means that this that also means that they think this of me and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the things that we tell ourselves. (laughs) Ah, y'all. It is a journey. It's a journey. And, you know, I, I go back to the basics. I go back to the foundation of what works for me, of my tools. And 
For me, what works is I am a huge journaler. I love to write. I've been journaling since I was little and I just, I journal. Sometimes I'll type on the computer when my mind is just like, excuse me, is going a million miles an hour and I just need to type fast. I'll type on the computer. Um, This week, actually, I had a huge writing breakthrough where I've had somewhat of an idea for years years like probably since high school and I didn't know if it was a screenplay I didn't know if it was a book I just I didn't know what it was and I still don't really know but I did make some progress and I hit through a massive writing block and that was amazing and it felt so good because part of that was just uncovering another layer of, you guessed it, something in my childhood and my relationship with my sister. And that was huge. And this week, um, I live at home. So right now I'm at home, like many of us are. But (laughs) anyways, um, I am, uh, yeah, I live with my mom and my sister. And my mom was out of town spending time with my aunt. So it was just my sister and I. um, And Leading up to that, I was a little a little nervous about it, but it was fine. And, you know, that is a relationship for me that constantly needs healing and love. And there's just a lot there and we both have our own stuff. And so being with her this week, just the two of us, I think was helpful and I was able to kind of get through this block and uncover things about myself because there are certain things that when I was younger, I'm not proud of. Like I wasn't, I wasn't the best big sister. And, you know, I realized that it was because I was a hurt child. I could not deal with my pain that I wasn't even fully consciously aware that I had. And so I took it out on her. And, you know, it's something that I've done a lot of work on and continue to because the work never ends. (laughs) Never ends. Um, But it's... But knowing that and being okay with that is freeing in a way because there's no need to be perfect. Y'all, I am not perfect. None of us are. And I am continuously figuring out how I can unpack certain things and how I can continuously show up in the world. And y'all... Right now is really the time to just continue to pull back those layers and continue to lift up the veil and look at our stuff. Because when someone triggers you, when you're on social media and you see something and it triggers an emotion out of you, there's something deeper there. And the more we look within ourselves as cheesy as it may sound you may be rolling your eyes whatever it's okay I was that way too but the more we look within ourselves the easier not easy but easier (laughs) it is to deal with other people because y'all woo! I've had to mute pretty much everybody on Instagram um because 
there's a lot of projection there. And, you know, I, I keep saying this again and again, but y'all, I, I cannot with the 2020 memes, with the canceled 2020 and the, oh, this is a shit year. Like, y'all, do you think that at the strike of midnight on New Year's Eve, everything's just going to magically get better or become your normal again? Like, do you really believe that? Do you really think it is the year's fault? Or do you think that everything going on is a culmination of just years and years of suppression of trauma and of people looking the other way at things? I mean... (laughs) you know, come on. Like, I get it. I get that. I get it. Uh, Trust me. Things are weird right now. And they've been weird for months. But when you look at the bigger picture, they've been weird forever, for years. Racism is not new. Y'all, it's not. And, you know, if you are someone who just kind of woke up within, you know, the past months, the past few months and, uh, you know, are like, wow, like you can experience racism in Santa Monica. Yes, you can. <laughs> like, none of this is new. None of this is surprising. And the way I see it, the past four years have been a gift in a in that People have woken up and now you have no excuse, no excuse to not be aware of what's going on, right? Because if you look the other way, that is a choice now. And that's fine. Like if, if you really can't take it and you want to look the other way, cool. That's on you. Personally, maybe you're not someone I want to be around but whatever that's where you're at and I can honor that and I can respect that but it's really interesting how when within us we are not healed and we are not at a place where we can say okay well you and I disagree or you clearly you're never gonna see things how I see it we can you know agree to disagree if you can't stand there and really accept that the way someone acts or the what someone says or what someone believes says more about them them than about you then you have some healing to do and I don't know if that makes sense but what I mean is that people project their unhealed versions of them onto you and then if you have unhealed unresolved trauma within you you're going to project back to them so we're just two hurt wounded children really because it's usually our inner child we're just going at each other and there's no solution right like I don't want that even the people that trigger me the most I want to continue to be like okay that's them that's their shit that's their shit coming up it's not me right? So I continuously do my work, do my inner work, and I continuously find ways to be of service. Service. Let's talk about that for a minute. What does that mean? What does that mean to you? What does being of service mean to you? Because it doesn't have to be anything 
fancy. Anybody can be of service. You can find ways to be of service within your community, to your family members. You can do something as simple as making calls to Congress or your local government. You can, <clears throat> excuse me, you can send letters to remind people to vote. Like there are so many different things. Or look, here's a simple one. Go to the grocery store, buy um, buy some cases of water, and leave them for your mailman, your delivery people, um, or give them to the homeless. You know, I have a friend who is always saying, get cases of water for people. And, you know, she's doing her own amazing thing with, with the homeless and, you know, just always reminding everybody, grab cases of water. It's so easy to do. They are like, I think I got a 12 pack at Ralph's for like $3. They, it's so easy to do. And look, you do not have to have a shit ton of money or a shit ton of followers to make a difference. You don't, right? You can have $100, maybe all you have is $100, and maybe you decide to spend three of those dollars on waters for someone else, or you decide to do something, something different, you know, you can make a difference, you can make a difference, but when we are so stuck, so stuck in our thinking of, um, of just other people's other people's muck and other people's shit or we're we're so stuck in thinking that like oh like I can't make a difference blah 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 it it harms us and that is what inner work helps with I mean inner look inner work helps with everything and I talk about it a lot and um something that I've been calling my work is homework homework in a sense that when I do my work, I'm returning home to myself. I am coming home to myself. There is so much external shit going on. And that's okay. But I can always return to myself. Return home to myself. And that doesn't mean I look the other way. It means I observe, but I don't absorb and I've been saying that all week to myself, and I've wrote it a little bit on Instagram, but when we observe, when we observe what's going on, when we observe the news cycle and be aware of it, but not absorb it, we are much more productive. We can be, we can be of service much easier because it is so easy right now to absorb other people's bullshit to absorb the news cycle or to absorb the collective energy and I don't know about you but I am not a sponge to absorb pain to absorb more pain and absorb more bullshit no I want to transmute that energy I want to see that I want to witness it and then I want to let it go because I personally am a lot more productive and I can be more of service to my community when I witness what's going on 
and I don't give it all of my emotional energy. And yes, that's easier said than done. It is a practice. It is a daily reprieve, but it is possible. Now, what do I do so that I don't absorb it? Well, (laughs) I feel like personally, I probably absorb it for um, five minutes. I mean, yesterday I did some absorbing because I just, I got so fed up with something. But then I go and I usually do breath work or a journal. Now, let's talk about breath work for a second. It doesn't have to be this fancy thing. It doesn't. You can just sit down, turn on your favorite song or a song that inspires you and just do deep breaths in and out. You know, breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in for four counts. Breathe out for four counts. Do that five times and see what happens. See how you feel after. Sometimes I put on a whole playlist depending how much time I have. But it's making that time for you and knowing that when you take this time for you, you you are still being of service to others. Right? You are still, you're filling your cup. And when you fill your cup, you're able to pour out and give to others. So that time for you is not selfish. It's needed. Because right now we need you. The world, your community, your family, whoever needs you as you. And we all have our different gifts that we have been given. But when we are getting caught up in all the, all the external, the chaos, the fear, all of that, when we are getting caught up in other people's unhealed collective shit, muck, we, we start to lose ourselves. Or at least for myself, I know that if I'm so in other people's stuff, if I'm so in, you know, not getting off my phone or whatever, I absorb that and I start to lose me because me speaking only for myself, I have hope. I have hope in the new world, the new earth, the new America that we are building. I have hope. I have gratitude for the lessons that I have learned. I have shit. I have gratitude for being able to, even though they drive me nuts, I live with my family right now and I'm able to not have to worry as much about money. I help out my mom a small bit, but I know that I'm still saving a lot. And, you know, even just the presence of my mom is more comfortable than the, than not having her. So I'm so grateful for that. I mean, shit, I'm even grateful for the couple blowouts I had the pa- over the past six months with my sister because that has made us communicate better. So I don't have it all figured out. I don't. But I know that I have the power to transmute my energy. I have the power to be even a a small voice of change 
And I've said this before, and I will say it again. You can have five followers. You can have a hundred followers. You can have however many followers, and you still have a platform. You still have a voice. Because guess what? Maybe you have five followers, and then you post something, um, whether it's about voting or about taking an action or maybe it's something about your own mental health and what you're doing to get you through this time. Maybe you inspired that one person to make a difference in their own life and then that one person goes and they inspire one other person and then that person inspires another person and then and this the chain just keeps going. You do not need a big platform to be a voice do not let social media tell you otherwise do not let it please don't because you have a voice and there is someone an AOC love AOC (laughs) she said it in her live last week or whenever it was it was recently she said you there is one person in your life that only you can get through only you. So that means that you have a special presence, a special gift. And when you continue to do your own homework and your own inner work, you become more in tune with those gifts. That to me is worth doing the work, even when it's hard, even when I want to give up. That is worth it. Because if I can make even one person not feel how I felt when I'm just like at the bottom of the bottom crying on the bathroom floor or in the shower at the gym when we could uh, shower at the gyms, like, then let me be that. Let me share with you whatever it is that I have to give. Let me share you my nuggets, um, my golden nuggets, maybe not my chicken nuggets because I don't like sharing my chicken nuggets. But like, let me share, right? And one of the things that I remember hearing a lot when I got into recovery is that we gain this beautiful recovery, this beautiful way of living, which is also messy. And it's, you know, it's not all rainbows and flowers, but we gain this recovery, this power so that we can give it away so that we can carry the message. And that is something I did love about 12 step. We carry the message, we give it away, we gain these tools, we gain this knowledge so that we can give it away and inspire someone else, right? Whew, y'all. And that to me, that's what it's all about. That's service. Let me share with you what I have. Because we all have a lot and we all have access to it. Whew. (laughs) Y'all. I'm on one today, maybe. But um, I, I hope that something did touch you and I hope that something did resonate with you. And I just want to remind you that you have so much power within you and that... There are moments where doing the work and uncovering the shit is hard and it's painful and it's messy. And I will not lie to you. It is just at times it feels almost de- debilitating. 
but it's worth it. It is so worth it. And that is what I tell myself every day when I find myself going back or when I find myself starting to wonder if it's all worth it. It is worth it. And you have so much power within you. And that power, that healing is something that only you have access to you be- to because no podcast, no teacher, no spiritual leader, no guide, no pastor, no one can heal you. But you and I also believe, and this is my own belief, you can, I don't know what you believe in, but for me, it was not only me, but it was a power greater than myself. Because for me, and this is my own experience, but for me, the solution was spiritual. And once I started opening up my life and my eyes to something bigger than me, because I know that I could not be here, that I would not be here if it weren't for something bigger than me. For me, it's God, it's universe, it's source. I don't know what it is for you. And I'm not, I'm not in any way telling you what to believe or, you know, you, you are entitled to your own beliefs and it's your own path. And that is valid. But for me personally, the solution was spiritual. The solution for me was not in any one book. It was not in any one therapist. It was not in any one um, pastor. You know, there are pastors I love. I've had amazing therapists, but it wasn't them. It was me showing up and doing the work. Because look, anybody can go to a therapist and lie. And I'll tell you this, in the be- in the very beginning, I did. I was like, yeah, yeah, everything's good, blah, blah, blah. And, and it didn't work. Because we get what we put in. And now I've gone on another tangent. But ah, y'all keep doing the work, keep showing up. I love you. And I just I hope you have I hope you have a week filled with healing. And I hope you take some time to check in with yourself. Go home to yourself. Check in with your breath. The breath is so powerful. All right. Have a great, great day. And if it's not great, love yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Be kind with yourself. Or shit. Go scream, fuck! (laughs) All right. Goodbye.